Our guest today, I think she might be probably one of the most perfect guests we've ever had for the podcast. I mean, I'm really excited. I, based on like the mythical story that goes around the internet that just is her, I'm excited. But then when I met her like two oh. minutes ago, I got even more excited because she's like she, kind of feisty. Ooh, me? She, yes, <laughs> you. She lives up to the hype. Mm -hmm. She is probably the glowiest person on the internet. She glows from head to toe. That is, it's her, your, it's her story. It's yeah. her brand. It's how you really made your name. It's the Namvo Glow. It's My name happens to rhyme with everything, so it's very good for branding. <laughs> That's right, guys. We got her, the woman, the legend herself. Namvo is okay. in the studio. Thank you for the warm welcome. I'm very flattered. That's um, very sweet of you guys. Nambo, we need to know everything. Nam I will tell. Ah! I will tell. But it's going to cost you. Oh, I don't know if I have the dollars. How much cash do you have on you? And how much are you worth? <laughs> U.S. cash or is cash or Israeli This is shekels? what I ask when I'm dating as well. Oh, I would. Oh God, I, I feel bad for the man that has to date you. Like, no man is good enough, I feel like. Oh, my God. it's That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. You have your confidence radiates. You're obviously you. not only, you know, you're famous for your amazing skin. You're famous for the amazing highlight you do. You're Thank really you. like the queen of highlighting. Thank and you. having, of course, the dewy dumpling look. Thank you. But Which makes me so hungry. It's crazy. I cannot hear the D word without needing to just shove it in my mouth. We're big <laughs> dumpling fans on this podcast. You are. Where is your favorite? You're not really L.A. based for the most part. No, I grew up in San Jose, but I've lived in New York for nine years. But I'm always in L.A., so people always think that I live in L.A., but I actually live in New York. Where are your favorite dumpling spots? Uh, in New York and LA, if you have uh, any. Can you alert my publicist and see where my sponsorships are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need the list of the, do of the now, dumping uh, sponsorships. Well, yeah. Have you guys been to Joe Shanghai in uh, Chinatown, New York? No. no. That's like the original, like, OG spot. Then there's like trendier spots, but I like me a good Joe Shanghai. Mm. The only thing is that I don't know about you girls, but I'm like an Asian bloater and I hold a lot of salt retention. Sure. First of all, Something that I think helps me with my glow, and I don't think that you guys are going to want to hear this, I'm allergic to alcohol. Esther doesn't drink, I so you don't drink you're either. in good company. No. Okay, so I want to drink, but I can't. I'm allergic to alcohol, and um, when I eat dumplings, I love dumplings, but I puff up like a plump dumpling when I eat dumplings, but I still eat dumplings, whatever. Right. Why do they make you plump up? Salt retention. Oh. Hashtag S-I- 
Mm, how can you tell in your face? You can feel, or is it like your hands? Just everywhere. You know, get... like sometimes my face just looks extra fat. I actually think today it does because last night I've had such a stressful, stressful, like intense week. I haven't been sleeping. Last night I just went for it and I ate so much pasta and bread and butter and Ooh. where at oh a place in LA called Marvin. Ooh, oh, I love Marvin. Yeah, it was really cute. We sat outside. Sounds like a handsome white man, Marvin. <laughs> I'd like to <gasps> get it? down with Marvin himself. He's over on Beverly and Crescent Heights. <sighs> Marvin, oh. stop. That's like Marvin. where all the like, I because I feel like the cool guys of today live on the east side, but the cool guys of 10 years ago are right where Marvin the is. The Zaddies live on. Where yeah. do you guys live? I live in Los Feliz. I live in Hollywood. And what is Zaddies? <gasps> Zaddy is... Um, it's a sexualized term for an. It can be any man, but in my head, it's like an older gentleman, like a daddy, like a dilf, a dilf. Got you. But it's not maybe not even necessarily they have a kid, but they're just a little older and he's sexy. older. Yeah. He's got his shit together. Maybe he, maybe his daddy's got money, honey. They mm. should have had a kid That's by a, now, but yeah. maybe they didn't. We'll so they have kid. a little extra ink. They have a little extra money. Mama saved. loves a child the zaddy. Yeah, you know a child he's, got that, he's got that spending money. He's got that disposable motherfucking income. Can we right. decide right? Right now that a zaddy is a man who should have a child but doesn't have one oh. and that's what how to differentiate a daddy from a zaddy I've never heard of that but uh, I like a that zaddy? zaddy yeah you gotta really hit that Z at the top there <laughs> zaddy it's just natural okay. for you we are like all that. in the market for a zaddy at all times at all times you know when my ass is going up the aisles at Trader Joe's like mama's looking for <laughs> a single zaddy checking out the frozen meals but that's you know you zaddies them. aren't at Trader Joe's because zaddies well, are zaddy Zaddies I can get are at Trader Joe's, okay? (laughs) Zaddies are getting their groceries delivered in my mind. Zaddies are definitely getting like Sugarfish Postmated to their like gleaming stainless steel bachelor pad. But then when mama comes in, it's like we're not Postmating Sugarfish anymore because that's $70 down the drain and we have to save that income because you're not, you're going to die soon. Well, when you're with a zaddy, you have to, I think, tone down those impulses. (laughs) Whatever zaddy says goes, you know, I I can't bring my full Jewish cheap ass self with my daddy, with my zaddy, excuse me. I'm like getting all mixed up. What's a daddy? What's a zaddy? Are you? (laughs) I don't know. Are your glasses? It's been a long day, but do you want to know something? Us Asian girls are cleaning up your men. I know. We know. We know. Are you upset? We know. I'm not. I get it. But I I get it. I understand. I mean, look, we're cleaning up your stock, honey. I'm sorry. Oh my god! Look at her just rolling in here, telling it like it is. It is. Let's just be honest. It's true. Jewish guys like Asian girls, (sighs) and who can blame them? Asian women are freaking. Gorgeous and perfect, and as are Jewish women. So you guys are uh, you guys are cleaning up our stock of men. It's We're true. Cleaning I do. House. I feel like my boyfriend would leave me in two seconds. Oh, two seconds. Oh, my boyfriend. Woman. His first girlfriend was like a super cute Asian girl, and it's just it's. Wait, I can't live up same. to that. Does same. That, that must really and yeah, <laughs> that must be hard. It, it is, is hard. I'm I mean, I, what other guys are. Not to get into a negative space here, but what other guys besides Jewish guys are consistently, reliably into Jewish girls? But see, no, it's just the Jewish guys. But is there? I don't know. 
I don't know any half Jewish, half Asian people, so it hasn't like they haven't started reproducing yet. No, they're reproducing. They're, they're just but like they're, toddlers. Yeah, the yeah. generations haven't. Yeah, yeah. She, but it, you know, in fifteen years, you know, our boss is going to be a half Jewish, half Asian girl who's super so perfect. Human. Yeah. A superhuman, yeah. you mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With thick, lustrous Jew hair and those lashes, and she'll yeah. have the lashes. Oh, God. Damn. The future is here. The future is now. And I'm not part of that future. The I'm just trying is... out here to get a zaddy and I'm, I'm just meeting guys in the Trader Joe's. So <laughs> I, I, I got to take myself out of this conversation. <laughs> I deserve to be here. Nam, we, you're so fun. Your confidence you. radiates. And you're telling it like it is. No. When I go home at night, I'm really insecure. And I think I'm average looking. Um, <laughs> no. That is so funny because someone would be like, I think I'm ugly, but you just say average looking. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can. Average. Like she, like my, some... my slash publicist is out there laughing because she told me that I need to learn how to be humble. <laughs> well, that was a little taste of humility, what I'd if say. I'm average. What if I'm only in like the 30th or like the kid, 50th percentile of attractiveness? I mean, you yeah. are gorgeous and you've Love created you. a brand, an iconic brand of glowy gorgeousness. How did this all come about? Well, you know, I always tell people it wasn't my intention. Like, I never plotted, like, I'm going to be like, Nam, glow and have a dumpling. Or since I was a child, though, I've been obsessed with my skin and makeup literally since I was like five years old. So my mom used to sit me next to her, and every Asian woman's worst fear is to have like brown sunspots. And my mom had a lot of brown sunspots. So she would just like traumatize me and be like, take care of your skin. Do you want brown spots? Do you want brown spots? And I think that I think she traumatized me starting then, and then she always made me like not play outside. That's why I don't know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to ride a bike. Oh my god, we both don't drink and ride bikes. We should hang out. Something's <laughs> going on here. Something's going on. Do you know how to swim? I'm a good swimmer. Okay. Meanwhile, so. my pussy's so big it just <laughs> eats up the entire bike when I get on it. Uh, so it. It was never really my intention. I've been a makeup artist since I was able to get a job. It's all I've ever done. And um, I don't know. I just, and then I just like really glowy makeup and the whole thing. And it just kind of took on a life of its own. It was never anything that was really intentional. I never was like, I'm going to position myself as like the highlighting horror. No. I'm not going to be like, I never really thought about it. And you I just, just were yourself. I was just myself, and I think my Instagram just got good like a year ago. Before, I didn't know what I was doing with Instagram. I'd be like, here I am eating a cupcake. Yeah. Here I am. Like, I don't know. But now, I think everything is a little bit more consistent and glow-related. Mm. And then the dewy dumpling thing, like, literally, it's kind of like calling someone sweetheart or cupcake or sugar pie. One day, I just called someone dewy dumpling. I never thought about it, and then I started to hashtag it here and there. And then it just once again took a life of its own. So it, nothing was really intentional. Um, it, just it was all happened. natural because yeah. that's the kind of makeup you were doing. Right. I already used to work in a strip club. Right? Oh, yeah. So you were you were layering those queens with I that glow. And that's where I learned everything I know about men. Tell us more. We no kidding. That. What I learned at the strip club is in my mind, like watching TV, I always imagined that s- strippers would look like, I don't know, like growing up, I thought that they'd be like Pamela Anderson. And what I learned was that it was not about being beautiful. It was about making a man feel like a man. And all the top performing strippers, the ones that made like half a million to like a million dollars a year, they were not necessarily gorgeous. They were the ones that knew how to talk to men and make them feel special. And I think that's what I'm lacking because I... I've heard on the streets and through my ex-boyfriends is that I emasculate 
And really, what I need to... <laughs> Girl, I know that language. I know that song. I do not <laughs> have tune. a close friend in my life who doesn't emasculate men on a 24-hour basis. I know, basis. and I've learned... I'm just going to giggle, smile, and just act like I'm impressed. Oh, my God. I mean... I emasculate I'm, is that that's the most glorious sentence in the English language. It's it's the most potent, beautiful sentence. Yeah. Look, I have to really be reminding myself that men, in order to be like a great, like high performer who feels confident about themselves, like they need to go home and like feel lifted and feel good about themselves. I mean, of course, I'm a, I'm a Jewish woman. There is going to be a level. <laughs> there's always going to be a certain baseline of emasculation on my part but that being said I have to literally my new thing is in my head before I say something I'm like is this emasculating do I need to say it Right. And see, I recently, I'm like breathing. My, I just emasculate. Like, well, you're a damn queen. You have perfect skin. You can do whatever you want. But last uh, night, John was like, literally last who's night. Who's John? My boyfriend. Literally last oh, night. Why are you like, looking for a zaddy? I'm not. It's John just is going to be her if I emasculate when he listens to it's this. It's a way of, life. way of life. It's a way, way of life. life. Okay. It's, it's just the it's the it's the constant existential poetic mm. symbolic quest for a zaddy. Okay. It's an zaddy essence. might be myself. Is he any? Is John? I am. I'm the zaddy. I'm my own zaddy. I'm John zaddy. <laughs> oh my god, we're I'm both each other's zaddy. Zaddy's a two-way street. So last night, John was like, I've just noticed you've been more supportive lately. <laughs> I'm like, great, after having to check myself for everything I say, I'm finally not being that Honey, it goes back. Just let them open the pickle jar. Yes, that's like the age-old thing. It's it like, is true. Even if you can't, Even if you can open it, ask them to open the jar. I can't open and it. And for me, just okay. tell me I'm pretty. Feed me some carbs. Yeah. And don't like make me guess like... Don't give me drama and stress me out and like who's liking your photo where you are and we're going to be good. But I do feel like there's <laughs> isn't there some level of emasculation that's okay? Like yesterday we were driving somewhere and I was I was like, okay, turn left here. We we're looking for parking. I'm like, turn left here. Okay, go straight, turn right. And Dave was like, can I just say I love that you're telling me and that's not like him at all, but he I think it like put him at ease that I was taking control of the parking. That's the thing. It's like I want the man to take control. But and he's whenever... still driving. You're just guiding. That's true. He is still driving. That's he's still good. driving. He's still But you're saying yeah, you want the man I to... want the man to take control, but you then just sit there when thoughtless. I, but when I like sit back thoughtless, shit goes haywire and sit. that's when I go into emasculation yes! mode. But if I'm controlling everything and if I'm driving the car and reading the directions, then everything goes smoothly. I know. I don't know. It's such a complicated situation. Is it that women like us are just going to always... Never going to be happy? No, that too. But we're also just always going to be with a guy that... Like, needs has to, to get, be told what to do. Yeah, that gets pushed around. Right. I don't like that. Tell me what to do. When I come home from work, mm. warm me up some hot noodles, fold my clothes, shut up. This <laughs> boyfriend you've created in your mind who's a noodle empresario, <laughs> who is like, the, I don't know who this guy is, but more power to you, girl. Yes. And I can't wait to come it to the It sounds like a, like a house husband. No, Ashley, that's not true. I think that I am already bossy in my daily life. When I go home, I want to be with someone that I admire mm-hmm. and th- like tells me what to do. If I go home and I'm like being a big drama queen, like she said this at work, like I want somebody to check me and be like, you're a drama queen. Everything's going to be fine. Yes. Yeah. We all know. want that. We yeah. need a guy yeah. who's. I get a little bit of that at home. That's yeah. Good. That's that I get too, which is nice. I need to be checked. I need to be like told, slapped, not physically yeah. slapped, but like yeah. watch it. You're crossing the line. Yeah. Right. It's enough. 
Can you imagine if you went home to someone who just like let you be your maniacal, insane self and just said like, yes, that person is like, I just. No, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. I need to be wrecked and checked. And let's take a quick break. I want to oh, I want to know more about the damn the men in the strip club. Yes, more and more and more. Oh, okay, so the strip club, back to the strip club so, because okay, so this is how I got a job at the strip club. I moved to New York like 2008, 9ish, and the economy was collapsing and I couldn't make ends meet and I went to a fashion week party and this guy was like, mm, "Well, I'm still making six figures." And I'm like, "What are you doing making six six figures?" And he was like, I work at Penthouse. I'm like, Penthouse, the magazine? Hmm. And he's like, no, honey, it's the strip club. And they just bought over scores and they're looking for hair and makeup people. And I was like, okay. Long story short, I got a job and I got fired because I was, they wanted somebody that did hair and makeup and I was pretending to do hair. And I guess one night I was flat ironing a stripper's hair, but it was wet and it started to sizzle. (laughs) So, So then I got fired but anywho, what I learned about men there is like I thought it was about being beautiful and like knowing how to dance and twerk and up the pole. And what I learned about the women is that it was just so you don't make money doing lap dances. That's like cheap shit. Like it's like forty dollars when they do lap dances. You make money going in the VIP room mm. when the nasty stuff happens. What kind of nasty stuff? Like actual well, girl, everything you could imagine. Well, a girl she can like touch your penis through your pants. But you can't get, like, hand-on genital contact in the VIP Well, room. there's nobody in that room but you and the gentleman. Well, also, the way that you get more money is by promising and teasing that it's coming, right? I feel like you're in denial right now. Nasty she's, things She's telling us Sorry, that... I'm, I'm just <laughs> Do you hear what she's saying? Tell us, tell us. She's. I think she's... I think she's saying that they're having sex in there. I'm saying that you make the most money in the VIP room. It's only you... <laughs> And whoever, and no one's watching, and then you come out with stacks of cash. So I don't know. So, anyways, but in, <laughs> she's uh, saying oh. she doesn't know. <laughs> but um, no one really knows. <laughs> but so only God knows what happened. I mean, the, they room. would always tell me like these men just want someone to talk to. They just and she's like, it's not like I'm. You know, they would tell me it's it's like sometimes they just feel like naked psychiatrists, and I think it goes back mm-hmm. to the golden rule: is that just make a man feel like a man. Look, I mean, it's just I'm not I'm not that. And I I can't be that. You should quit your job as a writer. I should get my tongue cut out. (laughs) So physically, I cannot talk back. And I can just be so quiet. I'll just get like a little slice off that. like (laughs) Just a chunk taken out. So at least so my language capacities are diminished. And I just can't talk as much. No. That would be huge. You could, I know, save your tongue. Go to a country where you don't speak the language. Oh! Remember, you were going to go be a princess overseas. I've gotten, like, fingered on the subway by men in other countries. Oh, girl. Not actually, but I'm just telling you, it's so... The guys in other countries, yes, they're aggressive, and I would even say borderline predatorial. But, like, you will not feel as beautiful as you do when you go on, like, a subway in Turkey or something. (laughs) Those men are so hungry and thirsty for women. Are they? American... American sluts like me. <laughs> American teen sluts. It's you will never feel so beautiful when you walk down the street in in Morocco not wearing, you know, a head covering. You're just you'll feel gorgeous. I'm just saying it's a quick confidence boost. Mm. Jet on over. I so, I definitely think you're yeah, I'm interested in what what how this all I'm ends buying up for what her. you're saying about yeah. what, what again i sorry i have add what were we talking about <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. anyway so you're all about 
not you're all about skincare. Yes, that's like your that's the the bedrock on which the whole Namvo Glow Empire has is created. Yes. Because you cannot achieve the Nambo glow, those blinding levels of beautiful <laughs> highlight without that bedrock of amazing skincare. Yes. Beautiful what makeup it, starts with beautiful skin, ladies. Don't I know it, What girl. is, like, what are the basics of achieving that for you? Is it a certain product? Is it, like, a dietary uh, thing? Well, I eat like shit. I barely Great. drink water. I only, I eat uh, <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh! And bubble tea are my two go-to. So I'm not oh. a, exactly a healthy person. But I don't see. I don't drink alcohol. I don't sleep. <laughs> um, so it's just genetic. Let's maybe let's move on from this skincare. I, this no, isn't gonna help any of I us. I stay out of the sun. I've been wearing sunblock since I don't know. I could remember. Although I think the body, I'll let my body get some damage, but I won't let my face get any damage. Mm. So, but you know, I've just been obsessed with skincare, and people are always like, "Shit." Like, they're like, we watched your stories. You're always, like, zapping, putting on, like, 40 peels. Like, how come your face hasn't fallen off? And I think that I've abused my face so much that right now it just basically is, like, I should knock on wood because next week I could try, like, a peel and then I'll look like... You won't. Troll, but, um. but you all, you always are on your Instagram. It's like, um, it's like electromagnetic things, yes. or ice rollers, or jade rollers, or masks. And you are, and you're like a daily, yeah. whether it's a sheet mask Something. or a treatment. You're like a daily deep user. I'm a mask whore. You're you're a mask whore. I don't know. I kind of have a theory. I'm not an esthetician. I'm not a dermatologist. But I think that literally my skin doesn't really have time to get dull because I'm always, and it's my job to try new product. So I think that my thing is, and maybe everybody's different. Like, you know, everybody, some people are really sensitive, whatever. I do so many peels and masks that I just think that my skin's constantly being regenerated. And then I'm lucky enough that I always am being treated to facials and like the latest lasers, this, that, and the other thing. But I just think for everybody, you know, first of all, not everybody has the budget or the time and they're mm-hmm. like, I have four kids. I have, But I think, and I think another thing is, I don't know about you guys, I think stress is the breakdown to everything. No. Body, mind, soul, whatever. And I like this week I've been really stressed out. Like from morning to night, I've been working like client dinners at night, events, working during the day. And like, I think a lot of people think that I'm like a ditz on Instagram. Like, hee hee, I'm putting on masks. But you have to also keep in mind that I'm always constantly thinking about doing, being creative. And that oh, yeah. that in, in itself is draining. Like, didn't you hear Martha Stewart says she doesn't sleep either? Like, I don't. And come on, I'm not curing cancer. I'm a makeup artist. It's not that serious. But I'm also very, very busy in my mind. So I'm not much of a sleeper. I just think, okay, fine. Being Asian, genetics help. Staying out of the sun. And I truly am just obsessed with my skin. I, I'm always peeling, masking, hydrating, uh, like everything you could think of, I try. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is a way to get rid of sunspots? If yes. you have some? I think that, well... Have so, you ever had any? I have like seven freckles, maybe like nine after this weekend. Oh, we're counting. Um, but <laughs> I think... And I, I, I remember years ago, they put me under those light and they could... You know, it's like one of those like lights where they could see like sun damage 10 years ahead stop i'm oh, like stop. yeah i would never oh, it's scary i would never i'd rather go sit with my eyes pried open and watch like hereditary <laughs> with my arms dry. i that is the scariest it's movie. actually really I scary and i could tell already no. and they say that most of your sun damage is done before the age of 12 and i might no, believe that you. it might be like buried deep under there yes you could get what's that damn laser everyone gets not clear S- and brilliant no IPL. i've had that done um the ipl 
IPL, I Fraxel? think. IPL. IPL. And what it does is it kind of pushes the pigmentation. It becomes a scab. But then I just think that it's like for a forever, like lifelong process. It might get rid of that brown spot, but years later it comes back and yeah. you just keep going. So... You're saying maybe embrace. Is there is there like a uh, dermatologist laser or something that you've gotten that you're like, damn, this is like a must for every woman. This really made a difference in all your experience, like the clear and brilliant, like a frac, like an IPL or something like that. Is there a laser that I think every woman should give a go? Yeah, or something that you really think has made a big made a big difference for you. Well, I, there's this mask I've been using for 10 years called the Natura Base Stabilizing Cleansing Mask. Hello. And even the reviews are not that good. And it's not something that a lot of people know about. But it's I it's like the one thing I can't live without. And people, the number one question people always ask me is, what's your skincare routine? And the thing is, I don't like to answer that question because literally it changes. I'm so ADD with my skincare routine as I am with life. And it's my job to keep trying. But I will say that mask... I can't live without it. It literally like kind of like sucks everything clean, tightens everything, and you look like you just have glass skin when you take it off. So that's one of my favorite things. Um, as as for peels and treatments, I think peels are great. Um, mm. Clear and brilliant. Once again, I have to be honest because I already have clear skin. How am I going to know if like it really did much of a difference? Nice my problem. friends that kind of have like problematic, more like textured skin seem to love it. Um and I think the future is in lasers. I hmm. I don't like the idea of like, I mean, and, and keep in mind, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And maybe I'm going to change my mind one day. But as in terms of like fillers and Botox, I just, I, I think the future, it seems like is in lasers. And what most lasers are doing right now on one, in one form or another, is it goes into like a deep, deep dermal le- level. It causes a deep wound. Your skin goes into overcompensation mode. It, it tightens. It um, overproduces collagen. It does things like that. And I think, and I also, I'm a big believer is like, don't wait be- wait until it becomes like a deep, deep wrinkle before you go get it. When you start to see it, I think that's when you start to treat it. Like, don't wait for it to be such a, a bad problem. Then go like, oh my God, now I have to go get Botox. I have to go correct it. Once you start seeing signs of anything you don't like, treat it. That's my theory. Mm, like, like, don't it. wait for it to be like. Have you ever real. had a pimple in your entire life? Yes, girl. I have two on my cheek right now. Oh, they look like little moles. I actually had acne, um, and everybody's like, "We don't believe you." And I was like, "I wish I had pictures, but I didn't take any pictures because I was horrified." But growing up, I had acne like around my mouth and all over my forehead, never really on my cheek. But like I said, I think that stress truly is the breakdown of everything, like your body, your hair, your skin. So. Girl, yes. I got shingles from stress. Like, I am a believer in that for yeah, sure. Yeah, truly. Stress. And I'm a stress, stress addict. So I'm, I'm a stress addict, too. Ooh. How do you manage it? I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. I, I actually think what I really need to do now is I need to go into digital detox. Probably. Mm, yeah. I mean, we mm-hmm. have a lot of people on the podcast who are really make their name for themselves on Instagram. Or right. Like, and it's your job. Like, you're always thinking about what's the next post. Did I post enough uh, today? Like, I, I have a similar thing on Instagram and it's it can be stressful. And people will, like, delete the app from their phone for, like, 24 hours once a week. Or, you know, you have to create those, those yeah, times Yeah, I think that maybe what there. I need to do is, like, maybe allow myself, like, an hour in the afternoon or an hour and a half or, like, whatever 
You know but what? It's a lot. You know what my mom does, which I didn't even realize this till my boyfriend observed it. He's like, the way your mom consumes Instagram is so fascinating to me because she is a doer. My mom does not sit still. If something needs to get done, she does it right that second. So she doesn't look at her phone or social media at all during the day. Wonderful. But, be- but before Healthy. bed, she takes her like 30 to 40 minutes in a different room and sits there and watches all her stories and then goes to bed. So it's like she has dedicated time at night. I think that might be the secret is that you just dedicate, mm. then you shut off. But you know, like I live in New York, but I'm like, literally, we're just watching life pass us by. When I'm in the Uber, <sighs> I'm looking at my phone. When I'm ordering coffee, I'm looking at my phone. <sighs> when I'm walking down the street, I'm looking at my phone. It's just, it's horrible. It's sick. Yeah, and I get sick. sick when I watch, when I'm walking somewhere, or like I'm watching people walk down the street and like both the people in the group are on their phone. It's, yes. It's just, it is sad. It's visually sad. That, that neck thing where people are just like looking down at their phone and they're making this like sad shape with their upper body. By the it way, makes me sad. Fix it's your sad. posture because you will end up like me with a horrible I had bad posture too. And bad neck pain from that tech neck that's tech going neck. around. Ooh, that's what they call it. We don't want it. that. We do not want that's not glowy whatsoever. No, but you're right. Life is passing us by at a certain point. Like last night I was ri- I was not driving and I was going through like a neighborhood that I usually drive through, but because I wasn't driving, like obviously I was looking at my phone. I'm like, "Wait, I should be like looking outside because when I'm driving, Absolutely. I can't just be like observing the different it's buildings horrible. and there's so much to take in and it I feel like it would make me feel so much better if I just took in the trees. I love leaving my phone in my car if I'm doing errands or if I'm going to a movie and like the car's oh. in the garage the phone gets left in the car I feel it's so freeing. glamorous when my phone is just in a different room I'm like I'm so rich and fancy like my phone isn't even near me I'm not addicted to my phone I'm too busy for that good for you yeah good for you I guess we're just because we do have tight vaginas in some ways <laughs> symbolically you know symbolically in that one way um okay so we have the skincare because that's the bedrock but then the Namvo glow I really want to dive in here and talk dive. about this because w- w- people are, who don't aren't familiar with your work are probably like, oh, she just highlights people. No, that's not the Nambo Glow. The Nambo Glow is a blinding, almost inconceivable <laughs> level of highlight that somehow when you do on people and you do on yourself, it doesn't look crazy. It looks wet and glowy and dripping and shiny goodness. And I was reading an interview with you where you talked about doing a triple level of highlighter. Yes. So talk highlight to me about porn. that. Break it down. Break down the highlight Well, you know porn. what the thing is? I think that my eye is like not normal when it comes to makeup. But I forget that some people, I'm really extra when it comes to highlighter. And I forget that some for some people, they don't want to look like they have foil on their cheeks. Like I like blinding, burn out your cornea glow. But you know what? It, what what it basically is is layering. Like I might do a cream and then a powder and then like a loose shimmer powder. Isn't that wild? What? I'm sorry. I just think that's wild. What's wild? All the layering. The triple layer of highlighter. I feel like is a technique. You should patent that. A triple. It's actually. You know what the thing is? People are always like, "Is it your brush? What are you using for your lighting? What?" And honestly. I'm not even doing some kind of like patent technique. Maybe it's like the overall way. I I always, when I look at a face and I do makeup, I always look at it like, how am I going to make this face look like it's almost like burnt toast? It's like light coming from the skin, kind of like warm on the outside. Uh. And it looks like it just had like a drink of water. I like a lot. I like wet, dewy, Mm. moist, plump, Mm -hmm. dewy dumpling skin. So... I, and, you know, I, I told people, I think that maybe highlighter, contouring, shaking, baking, strobing, it's going to have its moment. But beautiful glowing skin is going to be forever. Mm. 
And I already have my next 50 years planned because when I get married, it's going to be the bridal glow. And then when I get pregnant, it's going to be the pregnancy glow. And then when I get the divorce, it's going to be the comeback glow. And then when I die in my coffin, nobody wants to look flat and gray. It's going to be the coffin glow. Ooh, you're going to need the real heavy stuff for that. Can we book you now for for doing our coffin glows? (laughs) Yeah. What's your availability like? (laughs) Um, Sometime in the next. I'm going to have to look at my schedule. Actually, don't you think, though, think about it. All the fundamental times in your life, when you're getting married, everyone needs to be glowy. When you're pregnant, everybody expects you to glow. When you get a divorce, you need to come back and be glowy. And then when you die, you still need to look good. And we'll take a quick break. I have a question. I would be remiss if I didn't ask. Ask. About your experience making Kylie glow. I mean, Oh, I love Kylie. That was the next question. Forbes cover girl, Kylie Jenner. Forbes cover girl. So, I... The photo shoot you did her... I'm sure you worked with her maybe a bunch of times. I've worked with her many times, but what's interesting is Kylie has beautiful skin. She's Mm. naturally really gorgeous. And so when I got booked for her, I was like, why... Like, I, I don't do you know, heavy Instagram makeup. So I was actually really surprised. But, you know, Kylie, sometimes she goes natural. Mm. Sometimes she goes, you know, really um, glamorous. So um, she's a sweetheart. She's a boss. And it, it wasn't until working with her that I really understood. She's very involved in the company. Um, you know, she books the models. She, like, comes up with the names. She's So I have nothing but respect for Kylie. Oh, same, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for all those people hating... Stop. Turn this go get a life and turn this uh, podcast off right now. Yeah, and uh, she's she's a boss. She's like a baby mogul. Was but, she? What was it like doing her makeup? Like, is she very hands on with what you're? She's doing? very particular, and I also know that. I think she also realizes that when she books me, I'm obviously like a glowy makeup artist, and that's why she books me. She's yeah. She's very. Uh, she knows what she likes, you know. And she, I'm not the person. I'm the person you book when you want to look like creamy and glowy and like a dumpling. And yeah. that photo, there's one photo shoot in my head where I feel like she's like holding farm animals. Or yeah. Oh, yes. That was for something. Love magazine. She looks just super natural and glowy. Super pretty. I think yeah. she's at her best when you're doing her. Oh, so that's thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I love that look. Um, are there any other memorable celebrity clients that you have that you can tell us about? Because they're so fancy and exciting. You know what it is? I think I've also signed a lot of NDAs. Fair oh. enough. Let me think. You know what's really interesting is people always want to hear like a dramatic celebrity story or like a dramatic like supermodel story. I have to be honest. It's real people that are crazier. Hmm. Yeah. In my experience, like knock on wood, the most like dramatic crazy people probably are like brides I've worked on like early on in my career. Hmm. Knock on wood, I haven't had anything like too crazy celebrity, but it's probably like actually brides and real people that have been crazy. Ooh. Yeah, that's. I feel like that would be me. That, yeah, <laughs> I've got bridezilla written all over me. For yeah. Sure. Okay, Nam. Word on the street is that you are working with or have worked with our queen Chrissy Teigen. Is she your queen? She's oh, she's everyone's queen. She's everyone's queen. Come on, Chrissy's the best, inside Cr- and out. Chrissy's exactly who you see on the gram. She's just like no filter. A kind person, like amazing, raw and real. She's also a dumpling. We both have Asian cheeks. I I love Chrissy. She's amazing. She's the real deal. I'm just afraid that my cheeks are going to drop. 
Me That's too. why I need to go to Korea and get my thread lift so I could pull everything back like this. Um, What's a thread lift? Yeah, hold oh, up. so that's the latest and greatest. There's a lot of starlets. Everyone's getting it. Okay, so think about it. When you age, it's one, two, three. So that's the, under your eye. Your the laugh line. Laugh line. And then down here, what is this called? The marionette lines? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So everybody, especially LA, I swear to God when I walk around LA, I'm like, Everyone's lips are like this and their cheeks are like this. I think a lot of people are making the mistake. They're feel because when you age, this roundness goes flat and then they start filling up here and like getting around here. When and then it just starts to look ridiculous because you, you look like you have two like hard round balls here. Uh-huh. I think the future or what I've seen, but it just kind of freaks me out the idea of having this thread. I feel like I'm going to do like, like jump and it's going to like snap my thread and my cheek's gonna fall what is it does it go in your scalp like on your hair? i'm not sure i think what it does is it goes under your skin ah. and then they literally pull it like a thread like this and then you just get it tightened but i like the idea of pulling back rather than filling so i want to go to korea and go see americans are far behind koreans no like kidding we really are all the lasers all the advancements everything that's going on they're like 10 years ahead of us like when we start using like a, a ingredient it's been happening in korea like 10 years before and they're like lol at us so i'm planning to go to korea maybe october november maybe december and just go see what the hell they're doing it's they i mean and they don't do just general you know like in america you get a nose you get they're like doing foreheads and chins and ears and like they're doing everything. Oh my god, those pop star before and yeah. afters, like that—that that is crazy. I mean, you can come out of a Korean plastic surgeon's office looking like a full-on anime character, different woman than you started out. Totally, you could just become. I'm just gonna go to Korea, do myself. I'm gonna laser. I'm gonna steam my vagina. I'm gonna get threads, and I'm just gonna give myself a new name. <laughs> You're gonna do this this year? No, I'm being dramatic. I'm actually chicken shit. I don't. Really, I'll probably I'm get. So I'll probably get three facials and maybe hair removal and come back home. <laughs> and you'll like talk to one doctor about the thread one consult. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. So when you work with Chrissy, I we moved on from Chrissy so fast. I know. Do you oh, do we her talk ma- about Do you do her makeup or like do you did you yeah What do you do with Chrissy? I've done Chrissy's makeup like maybe seven times whenever she's in New York. She has her like main people in LA. Yeah. And we shits and we giggles. We talk shit. And she's she's just a lovely person. She's not picky either when it comes to makeup. She's like, yeah, yeah, it looks good, whatever. Uh, So she has amazing skin. She's not a high maintenance girl. She's just, I don't know. She's funny. How does she, how does her, how are her cheeks that plump? Like, how does she do it? So fat and plump in the best way. I know. She's like really, truly a dumpling. I don't know. She's half Thai. Mm. So I think the Asian part gave her the cheeks. Mm. And you know, I have a theory too. People with, there's, there's just energy. Like, okay. So in like, in, I heard in the Vietnamese people, Vietnamese newspaper, Vietnamese people are very much about facial feng shui. So they say that your face is lucky. It's not like they always tell me like my beauty mark slash mole. It's bad luck. Oh. I don't know. I don't know where they make up all this crazy stuff. Like if you have a, a mole in your eye, that means you're going to cry because of men. If you have like high cheekbones, that means that you're like a mean person. I don't know. But supposedly Kate Middleton has not that she's the most beautiful, but supposedly she has the best facial feng, feng shui, meaning she has a lucky, likable face. I don't know. A lot of people, you know, like you look at some faces, they look like they have resting bitch faces. Mm. Chrissy has a very likable face. Totally. Right. And some faces that you just don't, they don't even talk and you don't like them. 
Yeah, well, right. That's, that's like I've read this article, mm. like how Anne Hathaway just has a face that people don't like. Really? Yeah. Whereas people with, because she has like a very thin face. Really, mm. I don't see that at all. I think she has a, a, a like a perchable face. I think someone like Angelina Jolie, you're almost just like too beautiful and too sexy that how could you be sweet and like giggle? Mm-hmm. Right. Does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Right. Do you guys want any uh, anything men, vages? I mean, I want so much. Do you have a full bush or do you go plain? <laughs> she asked. Oh, she said. Look I at would... how thick my hair is on my head. Imagine. It, if that's any indication. I, you know what, but um, I'm going to go to Korea to get it steamed because it's supposedly like very good for you. And Gwyneth Paltrow does the same thing. Yeah, steaming your vagina. why are you going to Korea for it? Yeah, you can get Because that, that, I'm going to the root, like of the origin of vaginal steaming. What do you think it does for you? I don't know. Supposedly, it's very it's like healing. And they put like herbs and I don't know. You know, I'm going to ask a question. Ask. What do we think in this room about? <laughs> what? I'm Anal gonna bleaching? Whisk- yeah. <laughs> yes. Anal bleaching. We we. I my ass is not an HD camera. It's not on in porn. Do you want right? to know something? So if I somebody think- had a tube of anal bleaching around and it was easy to use, and I had like an hour to spare. I would do it, but yeah. I'm not going to go to a doctor. I'm not going to Instagram my butthole. Like, That's what I'm saying. Really, it's like, right. sure, it's not on like, I, mine, I'm sure, could be brighter Who's put in? It's not worth the investment, I guess. I need some niacinamide on my my asshole stat, if you know what I'm yeah. saying. Right Vitamin C serum. Has anyone tried it? I sure haven't. Asshole? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she needs to be, she could glow a little more. I should I should do a series of highlighting butts. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah. We were just loving the picture you posted of a sheet mask on a butt. Oh, isn't that cute? That was from Into the Gloss. Everybody thought it was my butt. Oh, but no. Oh well, I'm all about. That's the next thing. It's like butt masking. Yeah, there's actually. I heard word on the street is there's a butt mask line coming out. It had a, somebody was telling me it had like a really catchy. Something something. You know what the thing is? You think that this world doesn't need another highlighter? There's just shit tons that of product the thing that is killing me these days it's like it's brands have the audacity but people I know are buying people are buying i guess you have to keep making stuff if you're running a makeup brand but it's like the audacity to like make another highlighter at this point is like i think we've got it no like, I, I think, think but that's what i thought too but there's a demand yeah for the innovation what's your favorite highlighter my favorite highlighter i'll just the highlighters i'm using right now that i really like are i'm using the amrezy anastasia Anastasia palette. It's not even a palette. It's like a one highlighter and it's this like champagne goldy. Nice. And I, uh, Trophy Wife was iconic, but I can't use it as a highlighter anymore because people like Argo, is that Trophy Wife? Is that Trophy Wife? And I'm getting so sick of it. And I love, I love these Winky Lux mm-hmm. gel. I don't even know what Winky Lux is. Winky Lux they're is known this. for their lip products that it's like in a clear tube, but then it like supposed to do your be the color of your pH balance and there's like a flower in it but but they're not known highlighter is this it's like a cream but it's the most gelatinous like jello-y amazing it's not even like it's not like bouncy like that farsali one it's like it's like solid but it's so smooth and like it is unlike any other thing I've ever dipped my finger into it Mm -hmm. like gets me horny just talking about it those are those are the ones I'm using now pretty much and I used to use this LA girl highlighter Mm. which is like the gnarliest drugstore brand and that shit was so blinding and I used it to pan do you want to know something there's a great a lot of great drugstore brands in general we love drugstore products here cheap and cheerful the essence highlighter that's like 
cream to powder in a pinky color. I love that one from Target. And then the Flower Beauty one that we just Flower got. Beauty is great makeup. We lo- I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, we got Flower pa- Highlighter Palettes, right? Yeah. It's the, you tried I swatched it? it. Those colors are, it's a really. Flower Beauty is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. It's not glittery, but it's like so pigmented shimmery it's really nice oh my god i'm horny yeah you should Stop. be oh my god what is i mean this is an impossible question for you i can't even ask you what your favorite highlighter is don't even I, I don't even want to go every in month there. it changes there's like five don't even bother i won't even bother a lot yeah. what is okay i oh god i have so many questions i could go on and on but i feel like we're running out of time we are that's been it's been real girls it's been quite seriously real. thank you so much for thank you this is so fun oh and, Bye. Bye. Love you long time. Podcast Network.